Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Friday. Aren't you glad to hear that? I hope it uh, resonates within your soul this morning. And I hope we give you some things to be encouraged about as you go into the weekend. Encouraged, inspired. You know, yeah, along the way. I'm sure you also be inflamed, <laughs> ticked off, disturbed, angry, but we don't want to leave you on that particular note. I do want to start with a story of hope. We continue to watch the unfolding drama out of Turkey and Syria with the death toll. Just sorry. I think the last number I saw was over 20,000 people dead. Not surprising at all. We had indications it was going to be this bad. I'm not sure. It may have been yesterday morning. I told you the story of the little girl. The baby that was born. Actually, in the midst of the earthquake rubble, her mom delivered her. The tragedy of the story is mom died. This baby was still attached by the umbilical cord to her mother. But she was saved. The little girl was saved. But we have an update on what has happened to her since her birth in the midst of so much death and destruction. We now have a name for this little baby girl. Her name is Aya. Which is Arabic for a sign from God. And we've also learned that despite the loss of her family, that she will not be alone. Her great uncle will look after her with the death of her mother and the wreckage of their home. Her parents, all her siblings killed. Her great uncle, Salah al-Badrin, will take her in once she's released from the hospital. The tragedy of this story is, in addition to all that she has suffered, Salah al-Badrin, his own house in the northwest Syrian town of Jenderis was destroyed as well. He and his family did manage to escape the one-story building, 
But now he and his household of 11 people, they're living in a tent. Isn't this another friendly reminder to us to be thankful for what we have? In a conversation with him, he said, after the earthquake, there's no one able to live in his house or the building. Only 10% of the buildings in that community, in the town where he lives, are safe to live in. The rest are unlivable. 10%. That's pretty sobering, isn't it? Rescue workers discovered AM Monday afternoon. This was 10 hours after the quake hit. They were digging through the wreckage. Buried under the concrete, still connected by umbilical cord to her mother. Her mom was dead along with her husband and four other children. What a horrible turn of events. They believe that Abu Hadaya probably gave birth to the girl and then died a few hours before they were discovered. We named her Aya so we could stop calling her a newborn baby. <laughs> Simple enough. The good news the doctor says her condition's improving by the day, no damage to her spine as they initially feared. And as you might expect, there are a lot of orphans, a lot of orphans left by the earthquake. The death toll of 21,000 people in northern Syria and southeastern Turkey. There are other stories of hope, though. There are still some rescues being made. In Turkey, over 80 hours after the quake hit, 30, actually 16-year-old Melda Adtas pulled out alive, leaving her overjoyed father in tears and the grieving nation cheering a rare piece of good news. 16-year-old girl. Her father crying out, My dear, my dear. As rescuers pulled the teen out of the rubble, it took rescue workers five hours to save her life. Neighbors heard sounds from the splintered walls, and that's what raised the alarm. When rescuers discovered her, she was stuck under a wall that had collapsed. The man leading a rescue effort was one of a group of Black Sea miners who headed south to help out. Without him, according to his co-workers, the operation could not have been carried out. You see, as a miner, what are you used to dealing with? This was a guy who knew his way around dark, narrow spaces. These are folks who removed one obstacle after another, with people looking on. Think about this. This is four days in, four days after the earthquake. All of a sudden, they reach this cold, bruised young girl, very much alive, gently taking her to a waiting ambulance. 
And once Melda was safely in the ambulance, Minnie hugged, kissed, and congratulated the rescuers. It was hard to hold back tears. And all those workers saying, we haven't worked for nothing. We have pulled a girl from the rubble. And what a story she will have to share for the rest of her life. The acts of heroism in being able to reach her. So many things had to come together to make this happen. First of all, the neighbors who heard the sounds from the rubble, just being attentive. How many times do we talk about this on this program? Just being attentive, listening. And thinking of the important role that person, that neighbor played just by hearing and knowing that there was a live human being there who needed to be rescued. So we wish the best for the 16-year-old girl and this newborn baby, that there will be some bright days ahead for them. They will have bright futures ahead of them. Still to come in the broadcast, we will talk about some of the things that President Biden communicated. A little fact-checking will take place. We will delve into that. The vice president under Donald Trump, Mike Pence, has received something he probably didn't care to receive, a subpoena from the special counsel investigating January 6th. Boy, this stuff just never ends, does it? We'll talk about that much more as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
like to join the conversation, the GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. And over on that text line, what do we have here? This story is very sad. While Americans kill and abort their own children without an earthquake. Just shows how other countries value life. That is definitely a good thing. Certainly have greater appreciation for it when you see tragedy like this unfold, right? Benchire Church helps to support a mission church in Syria. They're in the center of this tragedy. The building's damaged, not destroyed. They are taking in the homeless and the hungry. We're a small church, but no debt. We're able to send a very large monetary gift to our church family in Syria. That is absolutely awesome. Glad to hear that. Vince, another name to give that little girl would have been Miracle, because it's a miracle. She even made it through that ordeal. Praise the Lord that she did, and that she's got somebody able to take care of her. That is certainly a good thing, Jeff. For sure. Vince, these survivors are miracles because the weather conditions, they are absolutely terrible too. They are. In the middle of winter like this, really horrendous conditions for those rescuers attempting to find and save who they can. As the opportunity for these kinds of rescues, the window is definitely closing. There's no question about that. I came across a very curious story. This is a story by Breitbart. And you'll be quite surprised when I tell you who it is. I'm going to skip the name at first. But I'll just tell you it's a former governor who believes President Joe Biden's making a big mistake the way he's handling the southern border. In fact, this former governor admitted... The southern states are right about the hardship opening the border would actually cause. By the way, this governor pardoned several illegal aliens with criminal convictions during his time as governor. He's now criticizing Biden's handling of the southern border crisis. He did this during a podcast, his own podcast called Matter of Fact. On this episode... He took an in-depth look at the problems of the U.S. southern border and the chaos it's creating for cities and states across the nation. I would just say parenthetically to you, and I don't think this is a surprise to anybody. When politics aren't involved, this is a very easy issue to address. It's very easy. I can't remember the exact quote, but what complicates this is money and power. When money and power are involved, it becomes very difficult for someone like this person I'm describing to do the right thing. Now, now that there's nothing at stake, he has nothing to lose, he can be honest. During this episode, he further said it was a mistake for President Biden to open the border without having a plan to handle the tremendous flow of people criticizing Biden for essentially removing Trump-era immigration policies without having a solid plan to handle the influx of migrants pouring over the southern border. 
get a load of this. As of October 2022, 5.5 million individuals had been encountered at the southern border since Biden took office. Roughly 800,000 border crossers have been released into the United States without a court date since Biden took office. See, that alone is enough from my perspective. That alone is cause for somebody to be impeached. This is inexcusable. This former governor goes on. President Biden said he would do it in the campaign, but you can't change your policy unless you have the program in place to manage the change. Criticizing catch and release. This network has released tens of thousands of border crossers into the U.S. interior, a move most Americans oppose. Now, this former governor disagrees with states like Texas, busing border crossers to blue jurisdictions, but he admitted southern states were right. Opening the border created a tremendous hardship for them to handle. They were right. The federal government was not prepared saying this is a federal problem, a federal responsibility. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? During his time in office, this governor was soft on illegal immigration, even approving budget deals, giving billions in taxpayer-funded benefits to illegal aliens who lost their jobs during the coronavirus. They're estimating more than a million jobs have been lost in New York. An estimated 80,000 New York businesses may not make it to the end of the Chinese coronavirus pandemic. Is that bad? This was the scene during this governor's leadership. Specifically, according to the New York Times, the state budget that this governor approved included $2.1 billion in taxpayer-funded one-time payments in the form of stimulus checks and unemployment-style benefits for about 187,000 illegal aliens. By the way, about $1.1 billion more than small businesses were set to get in grants and tax credits. Boy, isn't that a great deal. Many of them were forced to close because of this governor's economic lockdowns. You ready to know to find out who this governor was? None other than disgraced former New York governor Andrew Como. Now he's speaking truth when there's no consequence for it. Making very clear the federal government has botched. And specifically, President Joe Biden has botched the border issue. Now, I'm sure this is going to get very little attention. Now, if he went on the air and he started making derogatory comments about Donald Trump, well, he would probably be the lead story in the news. But nobody cares about that. As you know, the president delivered his State of the Union address. And frankly, I was glad to see Republicans push back. Marjorie Taylor Greene coming right out and saying, this guy's a liar. He is. The Hill reporting President Biden's State of the Union address was full of lies and mistruths. 
Not a surprise. This man has a 38% job approval rating on the economy. 16% of the population better off than before he took office. Just 16%. And most of his own party wants a different White House nominee for 2024. Tells you a lot, doesn't it? Coming up, The Hill did a really good piece on seven his seven biggest lies. We'll go into those as we continue our Friday broadcast. Stay with us. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. on the text line we have this I'm so sick you're hearing all the negative things about immigration why don't you talk about the positive side of immigration like what the immigrants the immigrants are doing because the lazy ass Americans won't do it <laughs> alrighty Vince does the select committee on January 6th have any statute of limitations on issuing subpoenas or can they endlessly drag people into peering for interrogation? Well, if there is a statute of limitations, we aren't anywhere near it. I mean, think about it. We're talking about 2020. It's only 2023. <laughs> it's not going to take long. I should say 2021. But it's felt like an eternity. I know exactly what you're talking about. Then CNN showing this video of DeSantis when he was in Congress saying we should privatize Social Security and do away with Medicare. And they say he actually voted to increase Social Security to age 70 before you can start receiving it. It's amazing they didn't bring this out during his governor's election. Looks like they were saving it. Well, of course. When it can do the maximum amount of damage. That's what this is about. On the story about the former governor of New York. Interesting how crimes committed by leftist politicians are readily excused by a simple admission of apology. Serial killers affect fewer people than these politicians. Get some perspective. Hey, I'm fully with you on this. I would love to see some government reform. Remember what I had to say about after the police incident that occurred in Memphis? Remember what I said there? I think for certain incidents, the death penalty should be on the table. A couple of things I advocated for, expedited trials for people who are in positions of trust and power, mainly government. Expedited trials. So you do something crooked, you're a politician. No, we don't wait a year or two years. Maybe it's a matter of weeks before your case comes to trial. And if deaths are involved, 
Yours has to be a possibility. I'm serious about this. Do you think it would cause some of these people to think a little bit more about what they're doing, whether they're cops on the street or whether they are governors sending old folks to back to nursing homes to die and spread infections and kill other people? Yeah, you better believe people would think about this a little bit more, wouldn't they? Right now, they don't have any consequence. Only we have the consequence because we end up paying these exorbitant settlements for the malfeasance, the corruption of people in positions of trust. As you know, I'm not a big fan of this whole January 6th story, but you need to be aware of what has happened. Now it's Mike Pence who's been subpoenaed by the special counsel investigating Trump's role in January 6th. He has received this subpoena by the special counsel investigating former President Donald Trump's effort to stay in office after the 2020 election and his role in the January 6th attack on the Capitol. As you know, Merrick Garland appointed special counsel Jack Smith to this position. Now, to refresh your memory, it was a few months ago, ABC News did an interview with Mike Pence about that particular unforgettable day, unfortunately unforgettable day, when the Capitol was stormed. Here is a short clip from that conversation from Mike Pence. Members were barricaded inside the House chamber. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of it all, you can see that the president has tweeted. 2.24 p.m., the president tweets, Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done. It angered me. But I turned to my daughter who was standing nearby, and I said, it doesn't take courage to break the law. It takes courage to uphold the law. I mean, the president's words were reckless. It was clear he decided to be part of the problem. And again, Mike Pence, now subpoenaed by the special counsel investigating January 6th. Where this goes, who knows? I love Babylon B. Quick item here. <laughs> You remember the incident the other day, the little sparring that took place between Mitt Romney and George Santos. George Santos, the Republican, who's pretty much lied about anything and everything. Babylon B, tensions among Republican members of Congress on the rise after Utah Senator Mitt Romney confronted New York Congressman George Santos in the House chamber prior to President Biden's State of the Union address Tuesday night, with Romney reportedly telling Santos there's only room for one fake Republican in Congress. <laughs> Who does he think he is, Romney was heard, asking his staffers in the hallways of the Capitol. There are some of us who've worked our entire lives to be fake conservatives. We're the ones who've earned the right to sell out the Republican Party, not this two-bit fly-by-night con artist. When reached for comment, Congressman Santos seemed to take the high road. Well, I'm disappointed to hear this from Mitt after the years I spent working as a Mormon missionary with his father. I understand that 
I'm one of the new faces on Capitol Hill. Santos said to reporters, I'm coming in at the bottom of the totem pole, and I have to prove myself. When I helped Steve Jobs start Apple in his garage in the mid-70s, it was the same thing. When told of Santos's comments, Romney was not amused. This guy gives dishonest politicians a bad name, and I won't stand for it. Romney said George Santos, if that is indeed his real name, needs to leave the lying and fake conservative act to the experts. At publishing time, Senator Romney was hard at work preparing an articulate speech that would simultaneously vilify Santos and pledge deep personal loyalty to strong conservative values that he would immediately abandon and vote against at the soonest opportunity. Ouch. Irony is ironic, isn't it? little Babylon be fun with George Santos and Mitt Romney. Still to come in the broadcast closer to home, update on Clemson University and their controversial bake sale. How was that received? That much more as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. the Vince Coakley radio program over on that text line. I assume this person agreeing with Babylon B. Vince, I absolutely agree with your comments. Vince, old George doesn't hold a candle to lying Biden. He has over 40 years of experience in lying. Yes, he does. Didn't Romney vote for the omnibus? How much money was in there for abortion, leaving the border open? Whole lot more liberal policies. Give us an answer, Senator Liberal Romney. And this, what's the world coming to when a bake sale makes the news and is controversial? (laughs) Clemson University, we told you about this, the Affirmative Action Bake Sale. They do this on a regular basis. Well, a week after this event, university leaders held a town hall to discuss what happened. (laughs) This is too funny. Yesterday was a chance for students to voice their discomfort with the bake sale and to educate students on what can and cannot happen on university grounds. Now, leaders with Clemson's chapter of Turning Point USA said it was a way to show people the problems with affirmative action. However, some students in the demonstration made them feel unsafe, uncomfortable, and undervalued. Well, cry me a freaking river. Really? So on Thursday, Clemson leaders answered questions about the First Amendment, rules on tabling, and if any disciplinary action can be taken for situations like this. A lot of students asked for Clemson to make a statement acknowledging the bake sale that took place and what action they're taking. One student saying, we just want something tangible, a statement at least. They told us plenty of times at this point that they can't actually sanction them or do anything. I think there's more they can do that they're not doing. They're just trying not to ruffle feathers. This is hilarious. 
But the folks with Clemson Turning Point USA chapter believe the university is doing the right thing simply by not saying anything at all. What do they need to say? Taylor Rogers saying the university issued a statement issuing a statement whether they are for or against affirmative action or whether they support our organization or support the other voices that don't support our organization would inherently involve them picking a side. They make a great point. The position, the appropriate position for the school is to be neutral. Allow people with different voices to communicate their messages. It's really that simple. So it's apparent nothing's going to change here. There is discussion about holding another town hall with members of admissions to talk about the Clemson admission process and how they're trying to make Clemson more diverse. Kind of amusing. Let's talk about Joe Biden and his lies, shall we? You ready for them? We're going to zip through these. Reported by The Hill, take-home pay has gone up. Truth is, real wages have fallen every month for nearly two straight years under this administration. Historic inflation, swamping nominal wages, and destroys living standards. Annual inflation rising 50% faster than average wages. The truth is, Americans are getting poor. We're reminded of this every time we visit the grocery store, where prices have increased by 20% since Biden took office. Two, we created a record 12 million jobs. Huh. Good one. Biden tries to count the jobs backfilled post-pandemic as new jobs. But these positions were already created, merely temporarily abandoned due to COVID-19. In reality, Biden's created 2.7 million net new jobs above what Donald Trump created. And that's only 60% of the 4.5 million net new jobs Trump created in his first two years in office. So another lie. I've presided over the biggest deficit reduction in American history. Another lie. Biden has presided over the largest two-year deficit, 4.2 trillion in American history. This is crazy, isn't it? Two years ago, our economy was reeling. The truth is, President Trump presided over the fastest economic recovery in American history. The economy expanding by 11% his last six months in office. Unfortunately, instead of simply continuing Trump's policies and riding his coattails to a rapid resurgence, Biden seized the opportunity to pass several trillion dollars worth of unnecessary spending that fueled, there you go, inflation. And now you and I bear the burden. Oil companies have invested too little of their profit to increase in the domestic production and keep gas prices down. Well, oil companies would like to expand production to take advantage of high oil prices. But the Biden administration's green energy policies make this difficult. According to Heritage Foundation energy analyst Katie Tubb, the administration's proposed or finalized regulations that restrict nearly every aspect of the oil industry financing and private sector investment, exploration and production, pipeline construction, operation, consumer use. Biden has issued the fewest drilling permits since the end of World War II. As a result, oil production is still lower than before the pandemic and gas prices far higher. Surprise, surprise. 
Now, thanks to all we're, we've done, we're exporting American products. That's another lie. The wealthy don't pay their fair share. We've been over this so many times. Same, same class warfare garbage. Straight ahead, we have Faith Focus Friday. Very special one. I hope you stay with us for that straight ahead. This is the... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 